Welcome to another episode of the Part-Time REI Podcast with hosts Eric Hitzelberger and Brian Snyder, creators of the Lunchtime Profit System and the Part-Time REI blog. If you are looking to learn how to take control of your financial future by investing in real estate in your spare time, this is your premier source of information. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. This is Brian and Eric here. We appreciate you joining us, and today we're going to introduce you to a concept of building your team. This is building your real estate team, and and we're going to talk about why you need a team and what your team uh, can do to help you, who is on that team, and what types of uh, roles and responsibilities that they play. You know, one of the things that we hear a lot in talking with new investors is that uh, people get overwhelmed because they're trying to do everything themselves. They're trying to learn how to do every single facet of the business and a lot of it's new to them and it just gets overwhelming. And so what we want to do is break that down and distill that into small pieces and, and teach you how getting the right people on your team will allow you to eliminate that stress and just enjoy the lifestyle that you want without actually trying to uh, feel like you're overwhelmed and and learn everything yourself. So, Eric, um, have you had any experiences with this uh, type of thing throughout your real estate career? Sure. You know, absolutely. I started out exactly the way that you're describing. You know, I I had that engineer mentality that I can do this, I can do it all myself, and I don't need anyone else. It's a problem that can be solved. And, you know, that caused me... um, a lot of pain for for a couple of years before I before I really figured this concept out. But you know, my first very first rehab, I, I bought the house, went in, and I did the vast majority of the work. I did the painting, I, I refinished the hardwood floors. I you know before all that, I had done the demo. I put in new kitchen cabinets. I you know I did a lot of the electric work. Ninety percent of the work that I you know I did. Uh, on my own, I, I you know had I hired an HVAC guy and I hired a roofer just simply because I I didn't have the ability to do those things on my own, you know. And then I I went and repeated that on the second rehab and on the third rehab, and I finally just learned that you know or finally kind of recognized that I really just had a second job. I was trading my time uh, with my family and friends for for money, and you know just like you do at every other job. And I realized that my growth was kind of limited. You know, that that's not an exchange that I wanted to make, first of all. You know, I'd, I'd rather have two hours now um, when my kids are younger, and, and quite frankly, I'm younger, than I would when I'm, you know, have an extra couple hours uh, when I'm 65 or 75. You know, first of all, who knows? You know, nothing's guaranteed in life. Who knows if we're even going to make it there? Right. While that's probably the most important factor is is the lifestyle that you have now you shouldn't sacrifice that for some you know for some potential lifestyle in the future the second piece of it is that you're limiting your future as well if you're trying to do it all yourself then you only have a certain number of hours in the day or the week or the month that you can work if you have a team in place then your growth potential is unlimited you can have other people working even when you can't they're working constantly to help you build your future and help you achieve your goals. Right, and and actually, you bring up a good point. Is when you were when you were doing the the floors and the kitchen countertops and things like that. It, you might be reminded of uh, when you were doing that. Right, what time of day were you doing that? 
Oh, yeah. that uh, You know, that's a great point. <laughs> it was in the evenings and on the weekends, right? I had a full-time job. So, so again, that time with my family, you know, my kids were young. They were three or four at the time. They went to bed probably at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of nights I wouldn't get home till 9 or 10 or, or you know, maybe even midnight some nights. Right. Um, and then I'd get up on Saturday and Sunday, and, again, I would go out and work because if I wasn't doing it, it wasn't getting done. And, and you know, so I, I missed out on that time with my family at, at you know, and that, that's time that you can't get back. Um, so, right. you know, that that is a regret that I have. Right. Well, I mean, your story is inspiring. I think uh, you persevered and you made it through. But it, as you know and I know from, from many folks we've talked with is not everyone does. You know, sometimes uh, when when investors try to do everything themselves, um, you know, they don't succeed. So, And on the flip side of that, we've, we've seen it just the opposite. In fact, my personal story, I'm a little bit luckier than that. You know, when I got started out... Um, I felt like I didn't have enough time to learn everything, uh, so that caused me to hesitate. But I was lucky enough to pick up a mentor very early in the process who shared with me that same vision of that I don't need to try to do everything myself and really got me started out on the right foot from the beginning. So, you know, I'm happy to say that while I do love sometimes, you know, tinkering with some of those hands-on projects at my own house more just for the fun of it because I can get my kids involved and my wife involved and we have a good time doing it, I am happy to say that uh, I didn't go into the rehab houses on nights and weekends and swing a hammer and a paintbrush. Uh, from the very beginning, I reached out and found uh, contractors to do that stuff for me and then and then also expanded and found other members of my team, which I think we're going to all talk about here now. So, um, well, let's, let's kind of dive in it. Why don't you walk us through um, kind of at a high level? We, so we've talked about why you need a team. Let's talk about who's on it and what roles they play. Okay. Well, first... Let's talk about what the team can help you do. Sure. And and really, there's almost no aspect of rehabbing houses that can't be done by someone else. Um, your team can help you find and analyze deals. They can protect you from getting into bad deals. They can help you protect your investments. Um, they can do the renovation of the property. Uh, they can market and sell the house for you. And, you know, they will work um, to help you maximize your profits um, and protect your finances. So, so everything that you need to have done, somebody out there is an expert at it, and they're willing to do work with you and for you to help you achieve your goals. When we talk about the, those people and, and who they are, you know, I think there's probably three different levels of people. Um, you get okay. into uh, those who are closest to you, who you're going to share your goals with, who are going to uh, effectively partner with you in achieving those goals. Uh, then you're going to kind of get into to other people who are aware of what you're trying to do, and they're going to help you um, out to the best of your ability. And then there's probably the third group of people, that, or the third level, and and they'll perform valuable services for you, um, but they'll they won't be as um, involved in making sure that you you achieve those goals. So, okay, um, you know, from a level one perspective, um, I, I think there's three people there. Um, who are there at least most of the time. Um, your agent is one of those. Your general contractor is the second. And then um, your mentor or trusted advisor. Um, but, but someone who's going to, you're going to be able to bounce ideas off of, you're going to be able to, to discuss projects with, you're going to be able to um, evaluate deals with, mm-hmm. and who's going to give you 
honest feedback on your business, on your deals, on, on whatever else you have. And again, these people have a vested interest in your success and they want you to, to succeed. Yeah, that's important for an advisor. Um, you know, so the second group is um, probably people like wholesalers and lenders and possibly subcontractors like painters or electricians or plumbers. Um, they're going to help you out, like I said, to the best of their ability. Wholesalers are going to bring you deals when you find them. You know, if you, if you build good relationships with wholesalers, they'll bring you the best deals first. Um, if you work well with, the, with your lenders and they understand your business model, they'll be able to help you out. Um, they may not be in that inner circle or that, that top level, but at the same time, uh, they'll be there for you when you need them. Right. And, and they're going to provide information to you um, that will help you grow your business. And the third level, um, like I said, these are, these are more service providers, but it's a home inspector that you can trust and you think does a good job. It's a termite inspector. It's your attorney, your accountant, your insurance agent, all these people who are providing services that, again, go back to protecting you or protecting your assets and um, helping you as team members uh, to achieve your goal. Um, and now it's, it's also important to recognize that sometimes uh, some of them will move up or down the list depending on where you are sure. in your business or what you're trying to do. You know, your attorney very well, there are times your attorney might be the most important person, you know, in your business. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few years ago when the uh, SAFE Act came out, um, I relied about very heavily on my attorney to keep me informed about um, owner financing and what we could and could not do, you know, ways that you could or could not sell your house. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know that that was very critical that I had that information and and you know didn't get in trouble uh, because I knew what was going on. So at different times people might be at different levels, but but this is generally where I found them to to fit into my team. Right, uh, and that's a good point you made. I mean, while we while we put them in general uh, level, certainly as things change in the environment or in the industry, they may temporarily move up or down a level. But but I think you've laid a good foundation. In fact. You know, I, I have stories about all of those, especially up at level one. You know, I think you mentioned the agent, the contractor, and, and the trusted advisor. I mean, I already already shared a little bit earlier in this podcast about right from the very beginning, uh, I got so lucky to find a trusted advisor who, who did teach me things like don't do this stuff yourself. So um, there's a great story there. And then I, I remember recently a story where uh, having a great agent on my team really made the difference between uh, getting a deal closed and not getting a deal closed. You know, I was actually uh, out of town uh, with my family. Uh, my daughter had a sporting event, and so we had to travel out of town for that. And uh, I remember there was a, a rehab house that, that we had had rehabbed and, and had had on the market, had a contract to sell it. The buyers had done their inspection, and they came back with a few additional requests of things to be repaired. Well, I was out of town, so I couldn't look at the uh, look at the house to see what they were asking for. And then I also was unable to be present for the closing. So uh, not only did the agent work with my general contractor, whom I got those two in, in touch with one another, and worked through the details of uh, the repairs, the contractor did the repairs, uh, sent me a bill in my email. I was able to pay him you know, through online bill pay. I mean, didn't even have to be there physically. My agent uh, drove over to the property, checked everything out, made sure everything was good. And actually, the, my agent was able to step in on my behalf 
uh, with the power of attorney at closing and actually closed for me. So I got back from from traveling with my family and, and, and I had a check from the closing. So that's just a great story of how, you know, had I not had a good agent or a good contractor, I may have felt like I had to physically be there at the property to review what the buyer was asking for. And then certainly I would have felt like I had to physically be at the closing to sign all the paperwork. So just, you know, just one of many examples of how these team members really do uh, simplify your life and your business. Yes, and you know, there are times, and, and I had an experience, uh, kind of a similar experience actually, a few years ago. Um, there's, there's times when, you know, you have the benefit of, hey, these people are helping me out and helping me have a lifestyle that I want, but there are also life events that occur when, when you really don't have any control um, and, and things just wouldn't happen. So a couple years ago, my dad got really sick and he lived out of state and I had to go there to his place um, kind of assess the situation. He was in the hospital at the time, um, and and you know deal with that for for what actually ended up being a couple months. Um, so there was some traveling back and forth. There was you know there was a lot of different activities going on, and I had a house that was being rehabbed at the time. And you know I had written a scope of work. I had sent it out for bids. I had selected a contractor, but I had never never actually met him. Um, he signed my scope of work and started while I was, you know, running back and forth to uh, South Carolina. He had probably worked on that house for a month before we ever met for the first time. You know, at, at that time, wow. I was able to, to pay him for some of the work that had been done. And he finished the house probably a month later. But all of that would have been put on hold, you know, had I not had a good team and a good system in place to, uh, to get things done. Right. I mean, yet another example of how had you not had that that system in place, right, had you not already had established this scope of work document and these expectations, you would have been scrambling trying to do that at a distance. And if anyone's ever tried that, it's it's difficult to do. So, again, just having a system in place really enabled you to do that. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Great. So I think uh, in closing here, you know, these level one team members, it's important enough, I think, that we dive deep into each one of them and into the agent, the contractor, as well as the the mentor and the trusted advisor. So uh, we're going to follow up with with, uh, our next several podcasts where we go deep into detail on each one of these. So I um, encourage everybody to, uh, to tune in next week and in in the following weeks to as we go into uh, an agent in detail, a contractor in detail, and uh, your advisor in detail. So, uh, Eric, any closing words as we uh, wrap this one up? You know, I think the final thought that I, I would have here is that you need to start, no matter where you are in your real estate investing career, you need to start thinking of yourself as the CEO. You're not the janitor. You're not the painter. You're not the electrician. You're not the roofer. You're the CEO. The CEO goes out and he finds the best per people or she finds the best people to do the jobs that need to be done. And she or he executes the business plan, right? You've developed this plan. You have it in place. And, and now, you know, you want to go execute it. You want to, to maximize your, your growth potential. But you also want to kind of minimize uh, the sacrifices that you have to make now. And your team can do that for you. So as Brian said, we're going to get into the most important team members um, in the, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, but until then, thanks for listening and good luck out there. Great. Thanks, Eric. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Part-Time REI Podcast, your premier source for investing in real estate in your spare time. 
check out our blog at parttimerei.com. That's P-A-R-T hyphen T-I-M-E-R-E-I dot com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter for exclusive tips on achieving success through real estate investing. If you would like a free copy of our property repair estimate checklist, go to parttimerei.com.